Hey guys, welcome to Two Side Outdoors, where I'll be talking about camping, fishing, hunting, survival techniques, and anything and everything. So sit back and relax and enjoy the podcast. So today, kind of a special one. Got one of my good friends with me. His name's Keanu. Want to introduce yourself a little more? I am Keanu. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to podcasts. <laughs> this is his first super podcast. Super weird. Um, but yeah, my name's Keanu. Um, been working with, let's see, met Ralph at my first job at Mulligan Family Fun Center. That yep. was back in 2012. It was kind of funny, like how, like, first thing <laughs> right off the bat, he like dissed me about my yeah. car and stuff like that. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah he was driving the exact I same thing, the exact same Yukon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's been a fun journey ever since. Well, I know. This guy was the best man in my wedding. <laughs> yeah, it was such an honor. It's always been a good time. Ralph taught me how to pretty much take care of myself in the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> Got me into photography. Yes, I think that was one now of the I'm, things, yeah. Now I'm, what, uh, eight grand into photography? <laughs> I think that all to Ralph. And uh, I'm still only like $500 in... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's been a it's been a fun trip ever since. Ever since we we met. Met, met, yeah, yeah, lots of journeys. I went to uh, where are we gone? Devil's um, Punch Bowl. That was a fun trip. There. Yeah. And we ran out of water too. Oh my god, it was like 120 the whole time we were there. It sure felt like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was a fun trip. Devil's Punch Bowl went out. I swam across it. Where is uh, Devil's Punch Bowl? We went down to San Diego. Yeah, it was like Cedar Creek Falls, I think it's called. Cedar Creek Falls. Yeah, it's Heard a couple people have died there. <laughs> there was some weird green ick that was floating around in there. I yeah, you were, you were brave enough to go inside <laughs> the water. I, I couldn't catch me uh, anywhere near it. Oh, and then you almost fell in. Yeah, because that was of that me. one time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did actually go near it. Uh, thankfully, you had... Uh, you had, had a good grip on your backpack. Yeah. <laughs> I realized man. how light you were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a good time. I know. That one time we went to Massacre Canyon. Oh, Massacre Canyon was fun. Mass Acre. <laughs> went up that uh, makeshift ladder, and then it had the... Uh, it realized that it was tied to a bush with a yeah, the rope, rope that was falling yep, apart. Yeah, the, the fire, uh, fire hose rope. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. That was... Man, how long has it been since we've done any of that stuff? It's been a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> I, think what, I think it's over like seven, eight years, I think, probably. Uh, yeah, honestly. It's been a while. I think the last time we ever had an adventure was your was your wedding. I think so. Man, that was a fun time. Oh, yeah, Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the first time I went to Vegas uh, when I was a, an adult. We used to go when I was little, um, like every other year. It was like not much to do. Now I just sit in the hotel while my parents go gamble <laughs> the whole time. Go chill at the arcade and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, when's what's gonna be our next uh, our next trip? Mm, I would say let's make it one of those trips where, like how we were talking about earlier, the mm. go out to the desert and go take some pictures and the stars and stuff. I'd be totally down for that. That sounds super awesome. I think, uh, I think, 
I mean, you're partly the reason why I went to Iceland. <laughs> I, no, I remember we had talked about that yeah. and stuff. We, I remember that night because we went to see Cause we were the t- Secret so Life. Uh-huh. That was when I think you had told me that you were, it was like your trip before your sister left. Yep, yep. Because um, you went to Iceland. Did you end up going to Glacier Park? Uh, no, I, that's another one we were talking about that I wanted to do, but uh, still on the list. <laughs> yep, still waiting to go to Montana. I, I want to go to Montana for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Hopefully we can. Hopefully the only scary can... part about this recently, did you hear about that bear attack out there? No. In Montana? No. Yeah, some lady, I guess she went out there for a bike, mountain biking trip or something like that. Okay. And she was camping right next to the post office in town. Grizzly bear came in, oh, no. pulled her out of her tent and killed her. Ah, oh, geez, that's terrible. Yeah. Man, imagine dying outside the post office. Exactly. <laughs> hate to say it like that but yeah, yeah. <laughs> amongst other things too mm. man that's rough um still want to go though no oh, yeah it's... i'll take the risk i'll <laughs> die outside the post office it's okay i thought i was gonna die in the post office when i was working there so <laughs> that'd be a, a little bit of an improvement that'd be like that horror story thing that we're watching on tv right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> well what's the name of that movie again uh which one the one that was we were just watching. Oh, it was Fear Street. Fear Street. That's what it was called. Slash six 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 or oh nineteen nineteen sixty six sixteen sixty six. Just uh, making fun of it because it looks funny. But uh, yeah, no Glacier National Park would be pretty cool. Um, it's another one. Maybe up north, like Washington, would be pretty cool. Maybe. Oh no, yeah, Washington would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle. Ooh, yeah. Um. Another thing, too, I would love to see is the, uh, um, what is it? The Northern Lights. Ah, uh, like go to Alaska or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or you Check can even them. go. I think I've, you might be able to see them in like northern Montana. Them. Yeah, I've seen them in Wisconsin once um, back when I was little, uh, back when we used to live up there. But, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Now that we got photography. Oh, no, yeah. Take some pictures. Do some time lapse of that. Do some. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be the yeah. cool part, I think. <laughs> oh man, that sounds great. Um, but yeah, man, to think it's been—I've known you for nine years now. Something like that, yeah. Man, <laughs> that's insane. Huh, man, it's crazy <laughs> how time flies. Oh yeah, but going back on that. Uh, yeah, the Iceland trip. I remember we were watching The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Is that what the name I of the movie was? I think that's what it was, was? yeah. Yep. And then we, had went to, to, we had watched that, yeah. He goes to Iceland. And then I remember we got back because we, we, we originally parked in the Mulligan parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then we carpooled to the theaters. But uh, I remember we were at the Mulligan parking lot. And I was looking at flights. And I was just like, we need to go to <laughs> to Iceland. But I think tickets were like a thousand dollars or something. Like something they were expensive. crazy, yeah. On a Mulligan budget, that <laughs> wasn't doable. <laughs> Working fifteen hours a week, uh, yeah. two days a week. Heaven forbid you get your shift canceled. No, yeah. Oh, uh, we don't need you today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting called while you're on the way there. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah. I remember days like that. Oh man, I wonder how they're doing. Who like knows with the whole new yeah. the COVID because there it seems like they're slowly coming back in. Seems like they're still going. They're down to that one location though, Marietta. Who knew it would be Marietta? Honestly, what do you mean that? Oh, you don't know. I didn't know. No. So Torrance was the first to go. Even they though, shut down. 
they shut down Torrance because they don't want to pay. Oh, from what I heard, they don't. They didn't want to pay property taxes. Oh wow. Um, and I mean, I wonder if that all has to deal with like since the owner she passed. Yeah. And then the kids or whatever it is don't want to. Just didn't really care for it anymore. Oh wow. I think it's still in limbo. I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been before COVID, mm-hmm. so I don't know uh, what the update is. But I know that they were still waiting on some things to have they didn't really know what they were going to do yet oh wow um but yeah first it was torrance which was out of the three locations i was like the the one that brought in the most money mm-hmm. um so to see that one go and then uh, at some point they shut down uh palmdale i think that was like a couple years ago and yeah now it's only marietta oh, wow. of all the locations <laughs> that's great well i could see it right there i guess marietta's a little more popular the weather's different that's true yeah there's a, a lot more families mm-hmm. around this area um because yeah, if you think about it like demographics wise and stuff like that marietta's a more of a popular town mm-hmm. people have more money i guess you can say yeah that's true yeah, lots of kids around mm-hmm. uh, it's a good place especially when there's not too much competition true um now they got round one so I mean, that one's been but that's more of an arcade it's a little bit to, different yeah, yeah it's uh i mean they don't have not too much camp or um, competition towards <laughs> it yeah besides yeah, the true. arcade games yeah you can't really uh mulligans does have a nice variety of stuff so makes sense mm-hmm. and there's not many bad cage areas around the area either yeah that's true i i honestly can't tell you when uh, then there's one out here but it's been shut down i think since covid huh okay Man, you know what Mulligan's needs now is a uh, hatchet throwing uh, station. <laughs> uh, wait for all the waivers to come out for that. Thing. <laughs> the axe throwing uh-huh. things. Let's Where's... say. Uh, oh, uh-huh. no, go ahead. I was gonna say it's oh, gonna take longer. You oh, go. um, I heard that there's like one of those things in Elsmore somewhere. Really? I think I wouldn't surprise uh, uh, like me. The outlet, I think. Oh, okay. One. I mean, Elsmore is kind of a mixed bag. I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, they True. had some uh, axe throwing that wasn't part of anything. It was just random people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I could believe that. <laughs> All right. You're 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 put in charge of mulligans. What uh, what improvements do you give it? Mm, definitely clean out everything. Yeah. <laughs> just because, who knows, major house cleaning. <laughs> I'm going to say what everyone else has been thinking um you take out the splash zone turn it into a space program then you get government funding uh, <laughs> and uh you can do whatever you want after that send uh i would bring back boats boats yeah yeah those are those are fun i remember when i was little and i went on the boats you know how it has like the little the little fountains that mm-hmm. shoot up into arcs i uh i was shooting at people and i was having fun and then i wasn't paying attention you get pushed right and into I the go right towards <laughs> right it, into that and i tried turning but because i'm in water it goes nowhere <laughs> and just i got so soaked i remember that i remember <laughs> having to go out when someone's <laughs> boat would die uh-huh. and trying to hook them back and bring oh, them back in man. oh man that sucked if only they had like little little hooks on the side of the boats and you just lasso them in <laughs> <laughs> Or just leave them. Just, you yeah, don't have to deal okay. with them if they're out there. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'll come back. I'll come back to get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What was, like, your least favorite thing about working at Mulligans? Honestly, before you were in management, it was management. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. 
But well, uh, I don't think I really worked there that much when you were in management. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think you were out before I uh, yeah. started taking over. But yeah, some of the people there. Uh, I don't know if I should name any names, but I don't think any of them listen to this really. But you don't have to name <laughs> there them. Was, there was a certain one, a certain taller one. Uh, <laughs> I kind of got on my nerves, <laughs> but I do miss some. I do miss a, a few of them. Bo, yeah, Dude, Bo's I, cool. I can't tell you how many times like I would just, I'd be like, "Hey, Bo, I need to do this," and it'd be like something that I'm normally not allowed to do. But like, "Hey, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go do this uh, thing," uh, or like, "I'm gonna go change my schedule because uh, I want to come in at this time instead." And he just goes okay and he just lets me do it i always appreciate him and it was because I, I i know that he trusted me um and like i i wouldn't you know take no, advantage yeah. of him too much but i was just i too thought much. it was what do you mean too much you, you I, take advantage i mean i thought it was great that i could i knew that i could just tell bo what i'm gonna do even though if i told anybody else they would not let me do it i'm just like bo oh, i'm gonna yeah. do this and then he just trusts me and i i, I get to do whatever i want uh Bo was uh, good about that though in general. Though. Yeah, he was really he was really great. Um and Jenny. I kinda miss Jenny too. Oh yeah, I remember uh, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What a time. I know. Man. Now here you are. Leading your own uh working in company. Control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not leading own, my own company. <laughs> leading your own three D design company. I still can't believe like your podcast has like two million people now. That's insane. Uh, I wish. <laughs> They're just all in Japan so you don't know about them. Um I think uh it's they use it in their in their English classes to learn English. Man, it's insane. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then me and I'm an I'm an entrepreneur entrepreneur <laughs> entrepreneur uh got a company that uh Kununiko. yep Kununiko. it's made uh 300 percent since last year it's at 300 percent of zero is still kind of zero but uh that's pretty know, good pretty good odds there 300 percent is still 300 percent uh <laughs> just uh don't do the math i got jenna ceo of her own company too yeah that's true jenna and co mm-hmm. um She's her business partner over there, Emily. Business partner, Emily. They were looking at furniture the other day, mm-hmm. which was today. <laughs> it's another day of yesterday, but... Uh... That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, on other topics, because Jenna kind of came in real That's quick. That's okay. <laughs> but oh well. But yeah, do you remember Cody? <laughs> yeah, I do remember Cody. He's awesome. Um, he... Me and him actually did a podcast together where we were talking about a lot of the current events. I was like mid-COVID kind wow, of thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, used to re- just record before I got this other setup. Uh-huh. Just using the laptop and just a single microphone in between us. Wow. it's It still blows my mind how simple your mm-hmm. setup is. It's, I, I, I thought it would oh, be yeah, more there's, complicated there's than this. There's so totally... A, I have a buddy of mine. He has his own podcast as well. Uh-huh. And he has this big old giant... I think it's what is a a roadie podcaster or something okay. like that, uh-huh. and it's a big old thing that has a whole bunch of other sound pad buttons and everything, wow. and it records directly to it or directly to a computer or whatever. Okay, wow, well this is impressive. Oh yeah, this is can, pretty good. You can go on the road and just mm-hmm. uh, always have it ready. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, how's Cody doing? As far as I know, pretty good. Huh? Is he still driving trucks or? I think so. He oh. lives in Pomona. I think oh, okay. somewhere out that nice. way. Wow. As you know, we're getting some 
feedback from Jenna in the kitchen. Yep, Jenna and our sponsor. Um, Sitting there pizza. eating Sorry. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank Pizza for being our sponsor today. Yep, Pizza. Pizza. And cheese stuffed bread. And oh, yeah, cheese stuffed bread. <laughs> put it on a put it on a piece of dough, and you got yourself some pizza. Oh yeah, tell tell us about that since you used to work in a kitchen basically and. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, which time uh, the one at the, the little kitchen in Mulligans or the uh, both, the one at the both. okay okay. <laughs> All right, so I guess it would start out uh, at Mulligans. Well, because that's where they like taught you for the most part. <laughs> yeah, that honestly, I think I learned everything at Mulligans. Um, I it's <laughs> 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 maybe <laughs> these mics are very impressive. I think uh, these mics should be our sponsors too. Um, Zoom pod track, Zoom Zoom microphones. Zoom mics. Thanks for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, Get your mic today. Uh, <laughs> record anything, even things you don't want to record. Um, but yeah, I so I, I how did it start? I think I was becoming a lead, and I, I, what it was, I had yeah. to be trained in everything. So they trained me in the kitchen, um, and yeah, I learned how to make pizza dough, which is amazing. It's I pretty think, simple. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 impressive how saying everything's impressive uh, <laughs> I, I genuinely think everything's impressive uh, well there's a lot of right. things that are impressive though but yeah um you know it's just uh it's crazy to see like yeast and like you feed it some sugar did you, when you made that pizza dough did you have to add the yeast to it or is it already pre-mixed in the dough um they may have changed it by the time that i started because i know like we even did our pizza sauce differently than what it used mm-hmm. to be that might have been all changed through the the chef bob era i don't know if you ever remember chef i remember bob. you telling me about chef bob <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah i mean we uh you'd start out you'd get your your water had to be right around certain temperature certain right? temperature i think it was like 96 or something if it was too hot it would be too sticky if it was uh too cold it would be too hard so you kind of had to have that little, I think you had probably like a... A little margin of error yeah, little, right there. Maybe like two or three degrees, but anything past that would be, give you a, head, a, a, a hard time. Um, so if it was too sticky, was you to add more flour or something to it to kind of... Um, yeah, you could try to do that. Um, or how would you save it? At that point, I think I would just try to do it the best I could with how it was. I think... You can. I would. I would usually add flour when I was trying to roll it. Mm. Um, but other than that, it kind of just kind of leave it out and then hope that it just kind of lose its moisture uh, through then. But if it was hard, that was I think the worst. <laughs> I don't know if you could really save anything. From there's that there's no going back. <laughs> yeah. But when it was perfect, ooh man, that was uh, that was some nice dough. We we would do a 25 pound bag, so just have this huge just lump of dough. Lump of dough. And then uh, you have, like, your little chopper, so you grab a little, and then you chop it, and then you'd weigh it, and then you'd roll into a bow, a, a little, like, ball. Then um, wrap it in saran wrap? Yeah, that was, uh, that was a, I, I forgot all about all that. Or did you put a little bit of oil on it, then wrap it? No, I, I mean, I think some people probably did. Uh, I never did, because it was usually pretty okay once you... Uh, there were people doing that it. before, I don't know what for, though. Okay, um... I, 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 don't I, know. I don't know. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've seen it like that before. That's why. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, it with I never put any oil on it after, but I mean, it was perfectly fine when I used it. Um, but yeah, that's where I learned how to do that, and then I got. I mean, I was grateful enough that uh, I mean, I was lucky enough that um, when when the new GM took over, he needed supervisors, so um, he. I mean, I just I got I got lucky, and he mm-hmm. decided to promote me to supervisor. Um, and so part of that was, I think I, at the time I was already doing the Pepsi orders. Um, cause I thought you had been doing Pepsi orders since you were in arcade. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I was, I was doing the Pepsi orders. So I was ordering all the bag in the boxes for the fountain machines. Um, and then I was also ordering all of the vending machine stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because I had that, um, experience, they made me the kitchen supervisor, even though before that I might have been trained in the kitchen uh, to be a lead, but I rarely ever mm-hmm. stepped any foot in the kitchen. Um, so that was at the time that uh, one of the main cooks was like, oh, I'm going to get uh, promoted to kitchen supervisor. And then and you then ended up... <laughs> out of nowhere, they put me into it. Um, and well, that funny. that brought its own set of challenges, but... Uh, yeah, that was a pretty neat experience. Uh, eventually, when I was a manager, um, we would get free food, so we'd experiment a lot. So I remember we would uh, roll up the dough Make to like things. super thin. Yeah, I would uh, throw some chocolate in there, have a little bit of treats. Uh, my favorite was uh, taking the pizza skin and then deep frying it. What the heck? And then pulling it out, topping it like a normal pizza. And then putting it through the uh, the oven, the mm-hmm. rolling oven. Some of the best pizza I've ever had. <laughs> so it's like a crispier crust. Yes, it's a uh, very light. It's kind of like, like a thin thin crust, but a crispy thin crust. Yeah, it was it was a lot closer to like Pizza Hut, I would say. Like I think it's just pizza kind it was of? similar. Yeah, it was uh, kind of the same consistency. Um, it was also probably really oily. So ah, maybe, yeah, that's maybe, similar to that. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what I was I was thinking of. Uh, I would say I would say. The mulligan pizza that I would make, it's like second best pizza I've ever had, <laughs> which is super weird because... I still remember, like, all the custom pizzas that we would get done <laughs> for, like, the employees and stuff. Yeah. And then next thing you know, we'd get in trouble for <laughs> for ordering those. Oh, man, I forgot they wouldn't add the that. toppings to the thing. Yeah, see, they <laughs> mess with food costs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, some of my favorite pizza there was, uh, like, that uh, you take the chicken strips and then you throw it in some barbecue sauce and chop them up make a barbecue chicken pizza and stuff like that yeah it was a really good pizza um i remember getting like a buffalo chicken pizza one time uh uh-huh but they did oh man so good or even even customizing the the cheesy garlic breadsticks yeah i mean that was also something that was so simple it was literally just like pizza dough and and mozzarella cheese and this is a garlic spread or whatever it is so good yeah it was so good um so yeah i that was like where i got a lot of my initial experience and then um and then maybe a few years later uh, i started working at at a senior living facility Mm -hmm. um and that was because i worked with matt who used to be my old assistant back in the arcade at mulligan so and i was working at because i had i had quit the post office because it was too much for me (laughs) um foolishly and then I... Uh, that was a good job that you had there, though. It was probably the best-paying job I've ever had. Um, 
but I was just working so much that it got to the point where I had the most money I ever had at that point in my life, but I was working six to seven days a week. Um, I mean, I think the most was 16 days straight, and that was... Say, but weren't you working a lot of nights, too? Only nights. Yeah. That was the hard part. I think if I worked during the day, I actually might have enjoyed working at the post office. Um, but I was working from 11.30 at night to 10 o'clock in the morning, and the majority of it was working on the dock, so I was constantly mm-hmm. running equipment from the, the trailers to to the to the to the uh, post office um and i i was getting worked in the ground <laughs> it got to the point where i thought i was gonna die working there because <laughs> i was so exhausted um and i just didn't care about the money anymore i just uh i'd rather have just a, a like more you balanced more of a, uh, a break yeah i'd rather have just a more balanced uh lifestyle work than, work and than money social life at the same time yeah. <laughs> um i was struggling to sleep during the day too so i was always sleep deprived um i remember there was one time where i i um went to bed at this is probably like maybe 11 12 11 a.m maybe 12 p.m expecting to wake up at 8 p.m so that I'd have enough time to enjoy myself and maybe get something to eat before starting work. Mm-hmm. I woke up at 5 a.m. the next day. Oh, shit. I slept through five hours of my shift um, because I was that tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did but, you get written up for that? No. You know, they even noticed you were gone? <laughs> you know, I will, I will admit the post office was, they were so nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they were always willing to work with me. Um, I think it, at the point though when I told them that I didn't want to work there, I mean they were willing to like cut down my hours and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but at that point, I felt like I was letting them down because um, I knew that the the holidays were coming, and I knew that at it's the like end, mid rush season kind of thing. Yeah, and at the end of my my days, I I didn't want to grow old working at the post office doing that work. Um, maybe if I was a carrier, it'd have been different. Um, yeah. but being a clerk and then also feeling like I'm letting them down during the holiday season, I just, I knew they needed somebody that was more yeah. fit for it. Everyone there was so dedicated. Still though, that would have been a good job for you just because of retirement wise too. Yeah. That no, would have been a good you work, you work 30, 30 years there and I mean, you're set. Mm-hmm. I could have probably retired when I was in my fifties. <laughs> um, and, um, the thing too is uh you start out as a temporary and then it's like temp to hire yeah you kind of wait till a permanent position opens um so i was at the cycle where a lot of people were retiring so if i stuck out for i think it was like i think the next guy retired i think he ended up retiring like maybe two or three months after i was working there or after i left so if i stuck around for a couple more months i probably would have been permanent um, and then I wouldn't have worked all those crazy hours. I would have been working <laughs> 40 hours. Your schedule. Yeah. Um, I probably would have been working during the day as, um, I think that was the next shift that was opening up. Um, or it would have been like 5 PM or mm-hmm. 5 AM. But at that, that point, I just, uh, it's like, it got you. It's like almost like it was a detriment to your health. At the yeah. Same time. I just, I was not feeling the post office anymore, but I will, I only have good things to say about those people. Um, I think that day that I overslept, 
my supervisor ended up just covering my um part of your shift my responsibilities yeah and then uh when i came in they thought it was pretty funny um, <laughs> i was so because i was like i i knew i messed up and i was like i'm so sorry and they just they laughed they thought it was funny um I, they probably they probably realized too. it's like hey this happens to everyone probably at some point yeah <laughs> um so even even um there was times where i'd mess up um and they wouldn't blame me they would blame my training um i i appreciated that we didn't train you right <laughs> <laughs> That's, they were they were very uh they were very kind of uh in those regards but uh yeah no it was uh it's definitely uh definitely a interesting experience um but then yeah after that i was unemployed for eight months Jeez. <laughs> yeah i i didn't even have unemployment so i don't know how i how i made it through that well you saved up enough though i thought you, yeah. you had told me that you from what you had made from there because you, know, you couldn't spend it basically <laughs> that is true i um i i also at that time made money from bitcoin that's what oh I yeah forgot that that's yeah. what happened it's, it's such a blur to me i never think about uh all that stuff but yeah that was when i uh, that was that time i i put in a thousand dollars and then well first of all i came back from my trip from new zealand and my friends were telling me about bitcoin and i said this is a scam this is uh oh so sorry to cut in but tell us a little bit about your your spider bike about that part too yeah i just told ralph about i i can't believe i i haven't told you about it before but uh yeah so i came home from from new zealand and i had I had like a lot of spider bites. Um, probably had like four different spots. Um, and honestly, the one I had one on my left leg, and I thought that one was worse than the one on my right leg. Oh wow! And that eventually they all just kind of went away. Just like faded away. Yeah, except for the one on my right leg. <laughs> um, and I think that has partly to do with me picking at it. I. <laughs> Okay. Kind of self-infected it. <laughs> yeah. The doctor, the doctor was adamant that it was uh, because of some spider in New Zealand, um, but deep down, and I think I knew that it was Slightly probably from me, because uh, it. I mean, it was just a small bump when I left New Zealand, and then while I was here, uh, that's when it started to swell up and develop into something worse, um, and me being me not going to the doctors and being stubborn. always wanting to take care of everything <laughs> on my own and being stubborn i uh i was like i'll be fine i'm just gonna take care of it myself next thing you know your legs falling off <laughs> i think uh i think a week went by and it was bleeding and i would kind of wipe it up and clean it up uh, and just kind of let it uh rest or whatnot mm-hmm. whatnot um and then either a week or maybe a week and a half went by since it uh, since I was back home. It got to the point where I couldn't walk. I couldn't stand up. Right. I'd stand that up. Bad. <laughs> yeah, I would stand up, and I just feel a pulsing pain of the blood flowing through it's my like leg. That throbbing pain. Of yeah. Um, and then my mom finally made me go to the doctor. Um, and then when I got to the doctor, uh, she looks at it and she goes, "Yeah, you know people die from this." I'm like. <laughs> Oh, I messed up. I really messed up. Oh, jeez. Um, and so I remember I'm sitting there, and then next thing you know, I hear I feel this sharp pain, and she's like, "I know, I know." And she's over there 
squeezing it? Squeezing yeah, all the pus out of, oh, my, man. out of my leg. I'm just like, oh my God, what have I done? Um, and then uh, she um, she writes me up for some from for some antibiotics um and like it's like it's okay um it won't pain heal go away over after that or no it's still um, a lot still of pain. kind of painful um nothing was happening um and then she comes back and or i visit her the next week and she's like we just got results from the blood work um she's like they're not reacting to the antibiotics that we gave mm-hmm. you um so we're gonna have to prescribe you something new so she prescribes me something new, um, and they they work seemingly like like immediately, mm-hmm. like the uh, quick effect. Um, but the problem was it uh, gave me the runs, <laughs> and I was just about because of my my Bitcoin uh, um, funded another funded, vacation trip. <laughs> we had a spontaneous Japan trip, and um, while I was over in Japan, I. Constantly running. <laughs> I what I what I what I told my friends is I had bubble guts. So <laughs> that's what it felt like. I constantly running the bathroom. Um, just so happened that Japan had the best bathrooms. Well, Japan's like crazy with technology and stuff like yeah. that. So I mean, these bathrooms knew that I was coming into the <laughs> coming inside the room, and the the lid would open up by itself and. That's crazy. I think the hardest part was just getting used to the, the little water that shoots up your butt. But uh, <laughs> for a bidet, <laughs> it it worked. <laughs> Especially with my bubble guts, uh, I think that was probably the 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 best scenario. But uh, yeah, I um, I uh, had to. Uh, I stopped using my my antibiotics though while I was on that trip because um, there was one particular moment where we were traveling through tokyo and we get to this train station and i'm like thank god because i have to go i was like i really need <laughs> oh, to just man. go i open the door to the bathroom it's literally like a a, f- a floor with a hole there's just a hole like, in the ground yeah it's like something that you squat over and just go i was like i don't have to go to the bathroom anymore i've heard of those before <laughs> where the, it basically looks like a mess in there it's horrifying yeah um i mean it looked pretty clean but i was like i am not gonna balance over this hole and then next thing you know, fall in. So it's like, I'm just gonna... I've heard of horror stories of that before, <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds terrible. Um, so I just... just I, At that point, uh, the feeling of having to go just left my body. I said, <laughs> I'm okay. Um, somehow I made it through the rest of the day. And, uh, I'm surprised you just didn't find like some, some meds from the general store or whatever it was that they've had. <laughs> yeah. Like some Imodium or something like that never did that come into my mind <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i didn't even think that that was something that you could do no there is it and it usually stops it real quick i wish i knew that <laughs> <laughs> well now you know now i do know and if that ever happens uh i know what to do <laughs> <laughs> there goes ralph teaching me more things uh. <laughs> but uh yeah i uh yeah then i stopped taking antibiotics but at that point it, thankfully the scab kind of healed over mm-hmm. uh, it started to heal itself but See, oh man that, that's the the one thing with antibiotics you're supposed to always take the full course but I everyone know. always stops before <laughs> not that always recommended to yeah <laughs> definitely not recommended but uh i yeah at the time i was just like i'd rather just not have to go to the bathroom than take my chances and i got lucky but uh <laughs> who, who knows <laughs> um 
but uh yeah i remember before taking those antibiotics it would uh it would scab over and i think i'm okay and then i'd accidentally hit my shin on something and then it would just blood everywhere it was the thinnest the thinnest barrier of skin over over that that whole uh, the i i know i can't show a picture on the podcast but uh I oh, think, we we could we could integrate uh, it to the Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the Facebook. If you wanted to, but for those who uh, who seek mercy, uh, it, it's not. The, a, I I seen the photo. It's the pretty hole, gruesome. The hole was probably like. Uh, I mean, I guess it wouldn't sound that big. Looks like it was about an inch, an almost. Inch, yeah, an <laughs> inch by an inch. Uh, maybe uh, up to two. Inches pretty good size gas. You look like. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty gnarly. Um, and then at at one point, I mean, it was like, you know, you had blood scabbed over, so it was pretty mm-hmm. pretty hard to, um, um, like covering at one point. But then, what happened was I was using toilet uh, paper, paper towels, towel. yeah, to instead of gauze, uh, instead of gauze, uh, because I I didn't think much of it. I thought <laughs> that was gonna be perfectly fine. Um, and this was before I went to go see the doctor, so I was just constantly switching out my my paper towels uh unsterile are, paper towels <laughs> and <some laughs> sterilized gauze and at one point i think it happened i think it happened after my first uh my first visit to the doctors i take off the paper towel and it just the the scab gets stuck it's on just the paper tearing towel. off the whole scab <laughs> it just it was just this huge crater now in my leg um eventually when my i think the second time or the third time when i went to go visit my doctor she saw that i was doing that and she was like She's like, no. She's like, don't, don't use that. She's like, she's like, here. She just grabbed a, a handful of uh, gauze, non-adhesive uh, pads, and oh. she's like, please, and some gauze actually. And she's like, please, just. She's like, use these instead of your paper towels. <laughs> it's because the the sterile, but however you pr- yeah, yeah. sterilization. If you don't keep it clean with something sterile, risks more infection. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I could have been. I could have been walking around. You could have lost your leg, really. Leg. Yeah, <laughs> could have had a peg leg. Probably would have been cooler, but uh, yeah, no. I think I don't thank know God for modern that. medicine. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about it. They would have just cut your leg off right, at, right under the knee or right at the knee. Yeah. Then again, I could have gotten like some spring leg. Some crazy prosthetic thing. Could have been. Could be six feet instead of five eleven. But then look at the the stories behind it. So how'd you, how'd you lose your leg? <laughs> I didn't go to the doctors. <laughs> Thought I can, I can treat myself with the paper towels. <laughs> Unsterile paper towels. Unsterile paper towels. I thought picking at my, at my bite would, would fix it. <laughs> okay. So after that little tangent, let's go back to your Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that whole that whole end of 2017 to beginning of 2018 was for someone who doesn't have a job was got pretty eventful for me. I have to admit. <laughs> oh um, yeah, I was seeing all your stories of where you were going. I was like, "What the heck? Where did you get all this money from?" I yeah, I got really lucky. So I went to uh, I went to New Zealand at the um, middle of December, and then I got back, and then within like three weeks, I was already in Japan. <laughs> Um, okay, but we'll, we'll start. We'll start from from coming back from New Zealand. So I come back from New Zealand, and I go hang out with my friends, um, and we're sitting in their apartment, and my other friend is telling us about Bitcoin, and I said, "That's a scam." 
I said, there's <laughs> no reason for it to be, I think at the time it was 15 grand. Um, I remember it being at 600 and being mm. like, that's overpriced. Like, <laughs> who's going to pay one Bitcoin for $600? Little did I know. Um, so for somehow they convinced me to invest my money. So, um, after the New Zealand trip, I think I had like two grand left over. Um, I had, I actually, (laughs) I actually had like four grand in post office paychecks, but I didn't take it. No, I didn't even pick them up until, until a couple months after, because I don't know, being the post office, I thought they were going to mail it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think sometime in the beginning of 2018, my old supervisor called me he couldn't call me hey you have leftover checks here yeah he he didn't he never knew how to say my name so he go hey key so <laughs> he's just like hey key uh he's like you worked really hard for these paychecks he's like when are you gonna come pick them up i'm like oh i gotta go pick them up dang it <laughs> but uh but before i picked those up i had two grand in my name and i for whatever reason took one thousand dollars and i put it into it wasn't necessarily bitcoin it was called tron which i also think i've heard of that one. i also think it's a scam but well it's I, like my cousin he got scammed with all the i know things, so he, I, he was telling me he lost he lost a lot of money yeah 10 grand or something, something like bitcoin. that yeah but uh yeah no i took a thousand dollars and put it into tron i think i bought tron at like a penny i think at the most i paid was like four four cents mm-hmm. um and i had a thousand dollars almost a thousand dollars worth because i think i spent some money at uh some other coins which i kind of shouldn't have done that i should have just <laughs> put it all at tron at one cent uh. but anyways i i the first week goes by and i'm up four hundred dollars and i'm like this is so cool and i'm like i'm reading all these things that people are saying tron's gonna go up to a dollar i'm like i'm just gonna hold on to my stuff i think i had like i don't even remember how much i had maybe like forty thousand tron um and so i'm holding on to the stuff and then the second week passes and i check it and i'm down to like a thousand one hundred and i'm like oh no yeah i'm like i should have held on or i should have sold it's like what have i done and then i remember i didn't check it for a couple days it's and like you forget about it for a is, while yeah this is week three and I looked, it's at eight grand. Oh, damn. Tron's at 21 cents. <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta sell. So I sell. And I like run downstairs. I'm like, Mom, I just turned $1,000 into $8,000. Most money I've had at the time. <laughs> Crazy. The next day, if I held on for one more day, that morning I checked it, I was like, I'm just gonna see where it's at. What was it at? It was at 30 cents. Damn. I did the math I would have made like 12 grand um but instead i had uh eight grand which is still amazing no, that's still, yeah. i remember my goal at the time it's like sometimes you think about it, it's like well if i wouldn't have pulled out then it's like you're, you're getting a little greedy with it and it's like <laughs> next thing you know it's like it would have went up to that and it's like okay maybe wait a little longer and the next thing you know boom back down yeah i think that was like the peak that it's ever been at was 30 cents oh wow um even like with this new bull run mm-hmm. has i think the highest it went to was like 12 cents um but yeah i uh i remember when i was when i first put in the money i was like i'm just gonna hold till it hits four thousand dollars my goal is four thousand dollars because i wanted to 
uh, Canon 5D Mark II. <laughs> um, and I was like, this is this is what my goal is. And then when I cashed out at eight grand, I was like, I could get the camera. Or um, lens it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, but also I kind of want to go to New York. So I was talking to my friends mm-hmm. and they're like, like, let's go to New York for like a week. And then I don't remember why, but we looked at pricing for, I think I looked at, I looked at tickets to Japan mm-hmm. and it was like $500, $550. And I'm like, Hey, do you guys want to go to Japan instead? <laughs> One of my friends, Corbin was like, yeah, let's, uh, He's let's like, do I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, let's go. So next thing you know, one week later we're in Japan. Um, at, I was like, um, I think we, we had to, we originally wanted to do, um, Japan and then go to Bali mm-hmm. and then go to Hong Kong. Cause his brother Pierce, uh, he him and his girlfriend um fiance now is uh they uh they were they went to singapore and hong kong so he's kind of mm-hmm. familiar with hong kong so we we're like yeah let's let's go to hong kong too um and then when we we're setting up our tickets uh we had this warning it goes uh bali has a volcano warning oh geez and i'm like man if that thing goes off we might be stuck in bali so I was like, that'd be still pretty cool for five days. <laughs> that would have been cool. I kind of deep down, I kind of wish we did do that. But uh, instead, we went to Taiwan, mm. which logistically was better because it kind of made like a triangle. Mm-hmm. It's like a smaller triangle instead of going all the way out to Bali um, and then cutting into travel time mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. So we go to Taiwan. We, I'm like, we're adding Taiwan to the list, and I'm like, I don't even know what's in Taiwan. Like, what is Taiwan? ends up being an amazing country super <laughs> beautiful um but we were a week from talking about going to japan we were in japan and we we had the flight set up but we we didn't have all of our hotels or staying uh the, like you're staying anything set up really? no we were uh we were like booking things while we were on the trip Oh wow! Um, I think even like going to because we were going to Kyoto. Um, what, were, what were like the exchange rates and stuff out there? Um. So. Or would they accept like American dollar and stuff? No. Um. I remember for Japan it was like. Um, like, a a dollar would come up to like maybe a hundred and ten yen maybe, um. So it's fairly close, um, and then Hong Kong I think they have like a one to one uh ongoing ratio ratio, yeah um and then taiwan i don't really remember too much but i do i do know that one time i went to a food market um in taipei uh, that's the capital and i got like this watermelon um drink um and then i think some noodles Mm -hmm. and i think it all and added up to be like a dollar fifty super cheap um in Tokyo, we would we would pay maybe. I can't remember if it was like three, maybe it was like five dollars to ten dollars to go around the city, one part of the city, um, or like one line, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, but in Taiwan, we got across the capital with fifty cents. Oh wow! Yeah, it was super cheap there. 
um, no tourist, not very many tourists, so it was very, very, um, I don't know, it's just... The That's a different experience there, because if you don't have very many tourists going to those areas or anything like that, uh-huh. it's just like you actually get to see more of the city, like it's, how it actually is, or the places. A, yeah, it's a huge change. Not having any Westerners, mm-hmm. totally different. Um, the people in Tokyo, there weren't as many Westerners there either, um everyone was so nice like the hospitality mm-hmm. in japan is just like uncomparable no no yeah totally <laughs> anywhere like that it would be like that i would think yeah um and then um taiwan i mean people were a little bit more they weren't as nice but they're okay mm-hmm. i mean hong kong was kind of it wasn't nice at all <laughs> <laughs> i i thought the the island and every or like the uh that area was really cool mm-hmm. um i remember it being kind of just not as clean as tokyo um well hong kong's china right yeah, yeah. it's still mainland Ch- i mean it's still connected to china um and i know like that's kind of a was a big thing at the time was just a lot of pollution mm-hmm. so like you would get even like people in japan would still have to deal with china's pollution and everything yeah. um but yeah, I remember it being a little bit more smokier. I think it was, um, but I heard that's like really the cool. main reason why. Like whenever you go to like a foreign country like that, majority of the people wear masks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, uh, I mean, when COVID first started, they were totally prepared for it because no, yeah. they already are all wearing masks yeah. as it is. Um, I think they have a big problem right now because they don't have vaccines, and then they have all the. But that's still, that's crazy to think that for them on how they manufacture things so quickly too yeah how do they not have a vaccine already yeah that is also something i don't i, say, I, I don't think really we might know. get a little political and certain talking about <laughs> things on that as well yeah. this as well <laughs> yeah i don't really know uh uh like all the vaccine development stuff so um i don't know why, why they wouldn't uh, see it's like you'd think about it it's like yeah. they it's 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 amazing it's odd uh, yeah. <laughs> to think about I, it i wish i knew more about the subject but uh it is uh interesting to see america be like the top of covid cases mm-hmm. and everything and then also just like we have we've had better access to the vaccine than everybody else i'm sure there's more into it that i don't understand but uh, it could be media portrayal too yeah maybe never know <laughs> yeah i'm skeptical about that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no i definitely uh would recommend uh people to visit just once Asia. things clear up <laughs> once things clear up unfortunately yeah, right now it might be a little bit more difficult to... um speaking of traveling though um when i was bored on my latest unemployment uh binge binge uh, <laughs> my six months this time uh this time not voluntarily but uh um i read around the world in 80 days probably mm-hmm. one of my new favorite i think i just really enjoy Jules verne's books mm-hmm. um but it kind of uh it kind of inspired me to see what a modern day around the world of eight in mm-hmm. 80 days uh would be like how f- what i can do what i could set up as far as like consistent flights yeah um it's like a little under three months right well oh uh, yeah 80 days yeah, yeah. Um, but I was trying to do just back to back flights. So I, mm-hmm. uh, realistically, I don't think that would be, uh, 
viable. I don't think anyone would want to constantly <laughs> just be like boom, on boom, flights. boom, boom, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. But I, I figured I'd just see what what it would look like, um, and I cut it down to. Uh, I mean, who knows if this would actually be mm-hmm. real? But I, I did find real flights, and I was going by the real dates, um, and it was I think five days, um, and it cost about. I can't remember the top of my head. I want to say like twenty four hundred, maybe two and a half grand. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and that was following the same path as they go in mm-hmm. during throughout the book. Um, I think the only exception was I couldn't get access from one location to another in certain spots because of COVID mm-hmm. um, and the restrictions. Um, and then I think there was like times where it was like. The uh, there were there were too many uh, flights that were overlapping, so mm. it would be impossible to go from one flight to the other. So you had to wait the next day. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I was pretty impressed by the results. I I didn't think it would uh, be such a not only a short amount of time, but also not that expensive. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why you would want to do that. Uh, oh yeah. Specifically, but uh, with. <laughs> 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 these microphones are impressive they are very <laughs> impressive the little thank, sounds and stuff like that <laughs> thank you zoom Zo- the zdm1 by zom zoom, zoom. yeah <laughs> it's um, a dynamic mic yeah they pick up just about everything in the apartment <laughs> i was hearing some sirens i think right now too that it was picking up i think it was from the movie that's being watched in the room wow that's really <laughs> impressive uh ralph do you have a like a dream trip that you'd want to go on honestly at least travel the states Just yeah go to, go to like different states and see how it is out in different ones that would be really cool one of them for sure though would be montana yeah i think like how we had talked about the glacier national park that would be really neat. or even yellowstone Ooh, especially before it blows up. Yeah. That <laughs> probably South Dakota or yeah. North Dakota, okay. whichever one has the Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah, I never thought about that. Sometimes you forget about the things that you have in uh, No, yeah, it's things that are basically local throughout the states. <laughs> there's a lot of things in the US. I mm-hmm. it blows my mind. Uh, but that sounds pretty cool. I know I'd like to visit my cousin in Michigan. Ooh, yeah, Michigan's really nice. Um, Visit the Great Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, can you name any of the Great Lakes? Isn't it Lake Superior one of them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. All I, I think, what, isn't Lord Lake Huron? Or... Is that one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know Lake Superior. Lake Superior, I'm glad you put that one out because I forgot. Is there that a Lake too. Michigan? <laughs> to all of our Michigan listeners, we apologize to any uh, Michigan <laughs> listeners. Uh, if there is, <laughs> and there won't be any more. I know. <laughs> all right, so we got Lake Michigan. All right, oh, so Lake Michigan was yeah. one. Lake Superior. Oh, hey, no, Lake Huron. Right. Only reason why I know of Lake Huron is because uh, the band Lord Huron is what I like <laughs> to listen to. And that's uh, funny. I said, where do they get those crazy names? Hey, we we guess all in, we knew all the names. Yeah, uh, so. look at us. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so take that, Michigan listeners. I know. <laughs> if there is any. <laughs> Maybe someday. Well, pretty soon your your podcast is going to be worldwide, so. I, I, I would hope. <laughs> just uh, hasn't picked up just yet. No, actually, no, I have some. So before I switched over um, platforms that I was using, uh-huh. so first I was using Anchor, then I switched over to Podbean. On Anchor, it would show me like the statistics and stuff, the demographics of where people were listening from. Uh-huh. So I had some listeners in New Zealand. What? Like, like a 1%. Hey, 0.1% shout out to my cousins. And I know there were some in India, Germany, but the majority of them were just all throughout the U.S. Wow. There's a couple in Australia, crazy. I think. Dang. Well, if my cousins in New Zealand are listening, say, what's up? <laughs> I say, uh, kia ora. Kia ora, bro. <laughs> Dang, I could teach you some. What is it, Maori? The, the little no. <laughs> I mean the little the little slang that my cousins teach me. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now I feel silly. All I have to say is, you, you see you see a kiwi, you go Kyoto, bro. There you go. They show you something and you think it's cool. You go, that's cool as, but you don't compare it to anything. It's just cool as, not cool, not cool as. I mean, if they're showing you, if that's what they're showing you, <laughs> I guess. then you can go, cool ass. Um, or you can say cool ass, and it would still work out. Um, they say... Um, A word with multiple meanings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me see if I have it on my phone. I, I wrote down a whole bunch. Oh, wow. Um, okay, one thing you can't see in New Zealand, which seems pretty obvious, but at the time was like... I was surprised. You can't see the northern star. You can't see the. You can't see because you're on the different part of the air. You <laughs> don't see certain constellations yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, it's it's insane. I mean, it's not that insane, but well. So, just, talking about that topic, uh huh, is the world flat? The oh. Earth flat? No. <laughs> or is it round? <laughs> no, it's definitely. It's. I was in a plane, <laughs> and I mean, okay. Are you a flat earther around? No, okay, everybody, everybody. The world is round. I'm sorry. Ralph, Ralph, what do you think? I think it's round. Thank you. Oh, thank God. This has been an interesting, a more interesting podcast than we are ready for. Well, that's what I was saying, because you started saying that. I was like, oh, uh-oh, people are going to get people listening. Ideas. People listening, the world is round. I'm sorry. I don't have my, I'm letting you guys down. I don't have my my uh, notes slang handy. yeah but your people, slang notes <laughs> yeah if people say um to bring some togs i think that means swimsuits and then jugs is i think that's boots boots or they say gum boots which is like rain boots mm. um you, you you drive on the left side of the road um are they right hand drive too Yep, yep, yep. Right hand drive. That's actually how I I learned how to drive stick was uh, in New Zealand. See, that would be different though, because you're over here. I don't know if I if I know how to do it differently. I got now yeah, regulars over here. I was practicing like that with my with my, uh, my hand on the stick on the left. I know hand. people couldn't imagine what I was <laughs> saying over here and over here, yeah, but it's um, left hand shifting. But uh, yeah, no, I uh, that was the only time I learned. So I mean, I'm sure I'd probably it up i hope yeah <laughs> but then again no, i also is, is pretty fun though yeah i i thought it was really cool so what happened was my cousins so i mean they got a big field 
or a paddock as they'd call it paddock, uh, it's like a pasture yeah i guess so um and um the first time they had to do paddock reminds me of um jurassic park <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool whenever i hear paddock i think of what is that corduroy the the bear paddington <laughs> paddington <laughs> i don't even know why i haven't even seen the movie but uh, that's what i think of when i say paddock um but uh yeah they taught me how to do how to use a uh dirt bike mm. uh with the uh, all the gears and everything um and then i spent the whole day doing that and then um at some point yeah i just uh practice it because well, you, uh, you pick up kind of like the use of stick shift while using yeah you kind of understand the it's concept. the same concept yeah and uh my did that help <laughs> <laughs> no yeah because then you learn how to use the clutch how to get the gas clutch ratio yeah uh, but uh so yeah that was pretty fun i really miss new zealand i miss my cousins uh i definitely want to go to new zealand too that's that's one area maybe we gotta add that to the list maybe <laughs> we gotta go to new zealand um spend time with my with my aunts and uncles which i've got plenty of uh an abundance <laughs> one t- one t- okay so so um if anybody didn't know um i have family in new zealand so that makes me part new zealand but also be- what's the locale name um, or whatever yeah or- so so like you said earlier um um so i'm actually uh part maori um so native new zealand and um so because i'm native new zealand i have a lot of family in new zealand because they've lived there for a long time millions of years almost. Uh, <laughs> so when i was in new zealand um my aunt would take us around um and we would go around we're we're up in the northern island so mm-hmm. we've technically i guess there's three islands um the northern island um is where we were and we um the south the southern island is the cool island because you got the mountains and you got it seems like a lot more stuff i've never been on that side um but um the northern island there's a lot of farmland ah. um and a lot of like more mellow stuff still did a lot of cool stuff uh, i bet <laughs> but uh uh definitely seemed like i was missing out uh not going to the southern island i've heard that they have so they have a lot of non-native wild animals there huh that's what i've heard yeah, I, I guess I don't I don't really know much about that. <laughs> that's that's what I've learned that's about. That's awesome. That they have a lot of non-native wild animals there that they're they would try they try to get rid of them because wow. they have so many. Oh, they got invasive species. In, basically, it'd be all invasive oh. species because they're not native. Yeah. Because they were introduced there. Oh man. Like there's I think it's red deer or fallow deer. Okay. All right, um, you're talking about that earlier. Then there's wild pigs, I believe. Dang. And then wild goats and things like that. Wow, that is not cool as. <laughs> oh, but uh, let's see. Um, my cousins would always say like if something's uh, like I guess I'd call it janky or just like uh, kind of odd, funny, yeah, <laughs> odd. Uh, they called it hoary. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think that's what it meant. Uh, but uh, yeah, they would say they would say hoary and they'd say cool as, and I think that they're saying something else. Uh, and then I'd be like, wait a second. This isn't what I thought it meant. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was, so my, so my aunt's taking us around. It seemed like everyone we'd meet would be our cousins. That's um, funny. We, we would go. Well, uh, so could they have been, or could it be just the way that they consider other people just as, um, they were like 
I guess they were also Maori, but they're also like, so my not not that aunt, but um, I had a great aunt there. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really into genealogy. Actually, mm-hmm. not a Maori. She was of the Caucasian race, um, <laughs> which she would refer to herself, uh, and other people would refer to them as Pakia, which is like I don't know what that means, but I assume it's like not Maori. <laughs> Or could it be like an outsider of some sort, maybe? Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, they, I think that's how she, I think that's how my other aunt, uh, like, would, like, first come in contact with these mm-hmm. people is because she, they're just doing their lineage and then uh, found out that. They're related. Yeah, and then, like, they find them and they just happen to be mm-hmm. just, like, spread out. Um, and so... Um, we went to this, uh, this, uh, what is it? Like a thrill seeking, um, bungee jumping mm-hmm. thing. Um, and she's like, yeah, this guy is, uh, this guy running the, this uh, thing. He's also one of our cousins. <laughs> and then he's like, Hey, uh, he's like, Hey, since you guys are family, um, I, I can get you guys all this stuff for free. So my dad ended up doing, uh, oh, wow. um, all the bungee jumping and all that stuff. I didn't because I like my, I, I value my life. Uh, <laughs> Why didn't you do it? <laughs> that would have been something fun. Uh, uh, that's a whole other thing we could get into. Um, just, uh, me, I don't know if I me, would do it. So. <laughs> me realizing that I'm getting old. Uh, um, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm older than you. <laughs> um, and then, um, when we were on that trip, uh, I was visiting another aunt that she she introduced us to, and we were sitting at the table, and she's like, "Oh, honey, I can't tell you how many times uh, um, one of your cousins would come and bring a girl over to to introduce us to him, and I'd be like, "Honey, I don't want to break it to you, but that's also your cousin." Uh, she's <laughs> like, "It's happened too many times. I I, I can't tell you. Uh, it hurts every time." And then like no joke like maybe 20 minutes after she was talking about all that stuff she's like honey you know there's a lot of pretty girls in new zealand i was like yeah but auntie they're probably my cousin she's like third or fourth's okay <laughs> oh wow <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh my god uh, i don't funny. need anybody i gotta go across the pond to australia <laughs> Um, I don't think that'd be across the pond that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good news is, uh, it seemed like quite a lot of people got a uh, got a kick out of my American accent. That's um, funny. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, I love your accent. I love when you're talking." And I'm like, "I'm not the one with the accent." <laughs> <laughs> also, to them, you are. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand's have pretty cool accents. Uh, I must admit too. Um, but. Yeah, no, that's really cool that you got people from New Zealand listening. Mm-hmm. Um, people from Germany, also another cool place. Um, Didn't you go there? I did. Well, I did. With um, your sister? My first time I left, uh, that was when I went to Iceland, inspired by Ralph. Um, I think that was more inspired by the Walter Mitty. I think it was more inspired by uh, trying to impress uh, a girl. Well, uh, maybe that too for you. Yeah, that was, uh, my first girlfriend. Uh, but... Uh, we don't have to get into that that no, much. No, that was, uh, I remember how it started, though. I, um, so, she liked traveling, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, my uh, sister's talking about maybe we do in a trip, uh, over Europe, and to me, I'm kind of, kind of a turtle. I don't really, uh, <laughs> I mean, before we went on all our adventures and stuff, I was kind of more, like, 
playing it safe. And yeah. I, I still kind of am, but uh, even more so then. And I was telling her about this because uh, I knew she would think it was pretty cool because she liked to travel. And she's like, oh, you should just do it. I was like, uh, I guess I could. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, go t-. She, cause she knew Kara too. So she's like, yeah, go, t- go talk to her and go see like if you guys can, if you guys want to do something. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go <laughs> ask her. Sure enough, my sister's like, yeah, let's go on a trip. And I'm like, I guess I'm going I, on I, a trip. I, I don't think I've ever really met your sister, but she <laughs> seems like she's a lot more outgoing at things oh, than you. Oh, by far. <laughs> she's like, I I would say she's more of the female version of you, Ralph. But I think one hey, of the, I'm not that outgoing, though. <laughs> I think one of her uh, dream jobs is to uh, work for the like what is it the fishing and wildlife and oh it's like fish and wildlife or like yeah be a conservation officer kind yeah of thing. <laughs> that's what she wants to do um but yeah no she's way cooler than me <laughs> i um she'd probably be able to get into it because military wise and stuff yeah they would probably accept that as a background for it yeah i think right now she's actually writing for some some like blog websites mm-hmm. um but i know that's like something she's been really thinking about doing that's cool <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah that so that that ended up being my first trip out of the u.s uh we went to year we went to um we went spent a week in iceland and then we spent a day because it was layover in london oh wow and then we did um almost a week in italy and then like four days in germany um that's cool she was stationed in wiesbaden a little near frankfurt um, but yeah, that was really nice. Uh, free healthcare out there. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> that sounds really cool. <laughs> what is that? Uh, it sounds like socialism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, free healthcare would be pretty nice. I probably wouldn't have. Uh, See, I, I think that's the thing that out here people don't understand that if you have to pay a higher tax for something, there's usually some sort of a benefit to it. Yeah, I'm just gotta go somewhere, I guess. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think they were talking about that at one point. Iron Bridge reading up on that that huh. for the u.s they were trying to do a single payer health care oh okay where it would be free health care for people but it would be you'd have a higher tax rate for it huh i mean i wouldn't pay, mind paying just a little bit more i mean if i'm already gonna pay for it on my own no as yeah well, uh, make it easier especially have free health care yeah <laughs> that would, make it easier that would for be everybody nice. else in the, <laughs> in the process too um but yeah that was a really cool trip i um when I was in, when I was in Germany, I had like a Donner box. It was like carne asada fries, but with goat meat instead. Interesting. Um, so good. Um, I mean, I'm kind of already used to eating goat because my my grandma. I mean, New Zealand's mm-hmm. a Commonwealth country, um, or it might have used to be. I don't. I, I'm sure. I mean, still pretty much mm-hmm. is uh, same influences. So. Well, they use um, a lot of stuff just off the land though, too, right? Yeah. Is yeah. That what you mean? <laughs> uh, uh, or no <laughs> i mean like under british it has oh, a lot of british, british influence yeah a lot, there, uh, lot of british influence mm-hmm. um so she would make a lot of like um like shepherd's pie and then lamb i, I don't know i heard yeah a lot of lamb and stuff like that yeah. lamb. so i got i'm already used to eating all that stuff um actually that's uh, actually pretty good <laughs> um i don't care for them i don't like the gamey taste of lamb that much okay yeah i uh i think at first i didn't like it but but I feel just, like it grows on you. Yeah, kind of it's just like always at her house. Um, but uh, yeah, so when I had it in Germany, I was like, this is so good. <laughs> um, that seems interesting. Got to try that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if I have any photos of it anymore. But uh, yeah, no, that was a really good time. Uh, Germany, 
um, on Sundays, at least in that town, everything was closed. So I, I think I was there. Honestly, I don't even think I was there for very long. I think I was there for three or four days. I think three days. Um, so we get there on Saturday. And then on Sunday, my sister was busy. So mm -hmm. I had the day to myself. And I was like, I'm going to go just like enjoy the Explore. town. <laughs> Everything was closed. So oh, I, wow. I didn't get to do anything. <laughs> um, closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of just went back to my hotel and kind of just stayed there. Um, and I, I, I need to go back to Germany because I, I need to get the full experience. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was funny, though, at the hotel. It was like like 12 o'clock at night and they're playing soccer in the lobby. <laughs> it's just like like the the couple nights i was there it's just like something going on downstairs mm -hmm. um but yeah that was pretty cool um it's, trip it's, in general yeah it's cool just to see like the way different cultures and stuff like that how they just have fun yeah <laughs> yeah no, and they're really... off times and stuff whatever whatever they're doing uh-huh downtime <laughs> only thing i learned was danke or something <laughs> danke to all, to all the Germany, German, uh, all the German listeners, Dankeschön for listening. I think it just means thank you or something. <laughs> I could be saying that completely wrong. Uh, you probably could be. <laughs> who knows, I, maybe I've been I'm pretty sure like, saying German something. is like a very angry sounding language too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seems like it. A lot, a lot of hard um, enunciations. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Any any particular country you'd love to visit, Ralph? Mm, Australia. Yeah. That's one. Except for all the things that kind of kill me. Kill you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Me and my wife we had talked about it one time for uh -huh. to spend Christmas in Australia. Ooh, <laughs> that'd be really cool. Because it's totally different. It's summer out there. Oh, that is true. I <laughs> let's see. I now that I completely forgot about that. So while I was in New Zealand, it was during December, so it was, um, I guess, during their summer, mm -hmm. too. Um, and they were, my aunt was like, she's like, oh, you, you can't, she's like, I feel kind of bad you guys came in during this heat wave right now. Uh, um, How hot was it? It was like 85 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was our heat wave. I know. Um, and the one thing I really liked um, was the the beaches there water nice. was so warm um i when i go to the beach here in in california and oceanside it's cold that's yeah. cold i it's hard especially for me i'm very skinny so <laughs> it's just i lose every all the heat that i had um and so when i would go there i wouldn't bring any um I, the first couple times i we'd go to the shore i wouldn't bring any swim trunks mm-hmm because I thought it was going to be cold. I didn't plan on going in the water. I'm not used to it. Um, and then I just put my foot in and be like, whoa, this is Different. super nice. <laughs> and the next thing you know, my jeans are like half soaked. Rolled up. Like, yeah, they're rolled up, but still getting wet. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I think uh, there was, I think I got a picture of me where I'm just like, trying to get these pictures of my of the with my camera i think you showed me getting pictures of when the waves were rolling in kind <laughs> yeah. of thing like that there um and so when i first went in because i i didn't i mean i just wanted to stay in the water it was so nice mm 
Um, and so I was trying not to get my camera wet. And I was just like, I got to be very careful. Like, this was not the plan at all. But I was like, I got to get some cool wave photos. <laughs> so I'm like, as the waves are crashing, I'm like following them, um, snapping photos as they're going. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, there was, um, this is when I had my swim trunk. So I'm, I'm deep into it. Uh, and I'm as the waves are crashing, I would jump up so that I would be above the water as the waves pass through. Um, but one particular time, I jump over the wave, and then right as I hit the ground, another one came immediately, <laughs> and I just get soaked. I'm just uh, my my camera was underwater. Oh man! Um, and I thought I I thought I ruined my camera for good. I was like, I messed up. Still going fine. to this day. <laughs> to this day, it's still working. Um, for a while, one of the switches didn't work, but. I wonder after a while, after use or something like that, kind of. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Uh, it fixed itself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a great camera. That was um, that was my first camera. That was my Canon T3i Rebel. Nice. Man, yeah. Well, Canon makes a pretty good quality product. I have to say, I'm very, I'm very impressed. My cousin, he he shoots with Canon, and his have taken a beating. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen like some of the. They're videos really, really amazing. Where so he's under, I think it was an Osprey when it was taking off or landing, wow. doing some sort of work, and he's just getting sand and stuff just thrown oh, at man. him. Man. And that thing's just taking that, basically, sandblasting. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I'm impressed by how. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word of the day today is impressed impressive uh, impressed <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i'm amazed by how much uh my, i think it's a, impressive and so amazed impressive <laughs> 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 um, 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 i'm trying to create a new word now um i think on that amazing <laughs> um, um, um impress- I trying to make up a new word to make it feel like a, yeah um i i think on that that new zealand trip alone that was two weeks of travel and i took over two thousand shots <laughs> oh wow yeah um i don't even know how many i took in in japan um Speaking of photography, though, and traveling, one of my favorite, uh, like, I don't know, easy photos I've gotten where it just Mm -hmm. was handed to me was when we were taking our flight from uh, Tokyo to Osaka. Um, I knew we were going to fly over the the mountain range where Mount Fuji is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to look out this window and see if I can see Mount Fuji. Um, I knew it was going to be fairly distant i mean i hadn't i thought it was gonna be fairly distant um i was like as long as i could just kind of see it like that's awesome so i had my camera ready and i'm looking out and i'm like waiting and then i i do whatever and then i look out again and i look below me and we literally fly right over mount fuji oh wow um and uh that's crazy it was so amazing Amazing view probably (laughs) It was it was amazing and impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was I definitely got lucky with that one. That one kind of just handed me. Cause I remember like that one. So on our honeymoon when we flew out to Florida, uh-huh. and we had a layover in. What was it? I think we went straight there the first time. Then on the way back we had a layover in Austin or something like that. Or okay. Something like that. But 
flying to there just looking down yeah. from the window that was just crazy on how everything looks oh man some of the coolest views are up in the sky um that's one of the reasons why i bought a drone <laughs> <laughs> yeah how do you like it uh, yeah. for whenever i do use it uh-huh it's nice man i uh i would i've i was thinking about getting a drone but i'm like I don't even know where I could fly it. <laughs> There's a lot of restrictions now, though. It's like you yeah. have to get your drone license or whatever it is. Oh, okay. I don't have one still. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I thought there was a certain threshold, so you can get like drones that are just light enough to where you didn't need a license. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it depends on like how high you're flying it and the areas that you're flying it. Because like on mine, you get notifications when you're in no fly zones. Wow. Yeah. Does it happen a lot, or so I know over by my dad's place. If I fly it up a certain height, it gets a no-fly zone because wow. it's off of what is it, March Air Force bases. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, dang, I've gone up pretty freaking high. <laughs> yeah, what's the range on that thing? Uh, um, a little over a mile. I think I can fly out. That's really cool. On, That's uh, really far on a good line of sight to where. There's nothing blocking or anything like that. that I can is go so pretty far. far yeah. Wow. Because like so, for my dad's, I've gone up to the top of Bell Mountain before a couple That's times. That's pretty cool. We've gone up. Um, I'm, isn't it Bell Mountain? We've gone up before mm-hmm. a couple times. Yeah. Uh, especially with like your ATVs. And oh everything. wow. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, I it's it's uh, too bad we can't put it on the on the podcast. But uh, oh, we we, we oh, can remember. It. I we can put it integrate it to the um, Instagram. Okay. So it's like a lot of the photos and stuff that he's showing me. If he wants to share some of them or sure. not, yeah, no, by all means. We, we'll put them on the, the Instagram <laughs> or, or in Facebook, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that was a pretty neat sight. Oh, uh, yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so think about all the traveling that you've done. <laughs> I, I got pretty lucky. I'm, I will admit, I haven't done a lot of traveling, but I got a, I got a handful on, mm-hmm. on under my belt. Um, let's see. I think I've gone a total of eight different countries. So I, I went to the four in Europe, um, and then I went to New Zealand, and then I went to the three in, in Asia. Mm-hmm. Um Hopefully I can add more to that though. <laughs> oh yeah. Um but yeah, I guess uh time will tell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh one of the things I always thought was really cool, so I had I have a I mean I don't think I have it written down anymore or updated. Um but it's just you know, just like a bucket list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I, I have one written down. Yeah. I don't know if I've checked very many things off of it yet lately. Huh. What are some uh, what are some things on your bucket list that you'd like to? Um, there were some that I actually so when I was telling you about the trip that I went kayaking, mm-hmm. that one was one of them. Wow, that's pretty cool. The one um, that off I of checked Lake off Mead. of. But that, I'm just saying, just kayaking in general. I think okay. that was one of them. It was pretty cool, just yeah. that trip in general, because being able to kayak it was only like 12 miles. Okay. And we made a two-day trip out of it, and people will do it in one day, usually. Wow. I'm going to be honest. Uh, not to cut you. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, yeah, but, no uh, worries. I went kayaking um, in Lake Tahoe, and I didn't go very far, and I was so tired. I don't know it how you do two... It was exhausting, I don't know honestly. how you do two days of that. 
It was exhausting. <laughs> but it was really fun. Wow. One thing I have to ask is... Like, we had a... So, once you get a good paddle going, honestly, you just let it just coast. Huh. That, yeah, that sounds, that sounds smart. Um, I have to ask, after that trip, how soon did you go back to work? So, we left on a Friday... Stayed the night, Saturday in the parking, or Friday night, got there at like at midnight. Stayed in the parking lot. Saturday, we took off, and we were back Sunday. And then you went to work Monday? Monday. Why, why does that not surprise me? <laughs> You're the only person I know that could uh, work so much. I was much. exhausted, though. Yeah, I bet. I, I, we didn't get back, I didn't get back here probably until 9 o'clock, I think, that Sunday. Oh, man. Stay tuned for part two.